Welcome to another episode of the Curious Patient Podcast. I'm your host, Vinaya, and today we have a very special guest joining us to discuss a topic that affects millions of people worldwide, eczema. Our guest speaker is not a medical practitioner, but she's an eczema warrior with a wealth of personal experience to share. Welcome, Monisha. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about my journey with eczema and shed some light on this mission. We're so thrilled to have you here. So, let's start by understanding what eczema is and its symptoms. Did you know that eczema affects over 31 million people in the United States alone? And it's not just a national concern. This chronic skin condition has a global impact affecting people from all walks of life, regardless of age, ethnicity, or geographic location. Mm-hmm. It's a chronic skin condition characterized by itchy, inflamed, and sometimes scaly skin. For me, it all began with intense itching and red patches on my skin, especially in the folds behind my knees and elbows. I even noticed small, fluid-filled blisters that would burst and ooze, causing further irritation. Finally, I experienced hyperpigmentation in areas of my eczema, which is very common for melanated people. Absolutely, and it's important to recognize that eczema isn't a one-size-fits-all condition. There are different types of eczema, each with its own unique characteristics and triggers. For instance, atopic dermatitis is the most common form and has a strong genetic component. Often running in families with a history of allergies, asthma, or eczema itself. If you get an infancy, your chance of getting eczema later on in adolescence and adulthood increases by many fold. By the way, Monisha, did you get eczema in infancy? I actually did not get it when I was an infant. I got my eczema during adolescence. Eczema can vary in severity and it affects people of all ages, from infants to adults. And it's not just a physical condition, it takes an emotional toll as well. It's estimated that about 30% of people with eczema also experience symptoms of anxiety and depression due to the constant discomfort and appearance-related concerns. I myself would often feel self-conscious and even went through a phase where I would wear clothes that covered my eczema, especially long-sleeved shirts. Although my eczema hasn't gone away, there have been minimal flare-ups and I feel a lot more comfortable with letting other people see it. I've learned to live my life in the fullest just the way I am. Thank you so much for sharing about your personal experience with eczema and how it affected your daily life. And also for sharing such a staggering statistic that highlights the importance of addressing both the physical and emotional aspects of eczema. Now let's talk about how eczema is typically treated. While there are some home remedies that can offer relief, it's essential to consult with a healthcare professional for proper management. Dermatologists and allergists are the go-to experts in diagnosing and treating eczema. Did you work with any specialists to identify and manage your triggers? Absolutely. Was essential for me. They conducted patch testing to identify specific allergens that were triggering my eczema flare-ups. Additionally, they helped me develop a personalized management plan that included both medical treatments and lifestyle adjustments to reduce stress and improve overall skin health. It's wonderful to find out that healthcare professionals were able to support you in like finding lifestyle treatments and medical treatments. Now let's dive into the different types of eczema and their causes. There's atopic dermatitis, which is the most common form. But did you know that there are other types too? These include contact dermatitis, 
dyshydrotic eczema, and numular eczema, each with its own unique characteristics and triggers. That's right. Atopic dermatitis tends to have a genetic component, with a family history of eczema, asthma, or allergies increasing the risk. On the other hand, contact dermatitis is often caused by irritants or allergens coming into direct contact with the skin. For dyshydrotic eczema, the small blisters on the hands and feet can be triggered by stress or exposure to certain metals, like nickel. And numular eczema, with its coin-shaped patches of irritated skin, can sometimes be triggered by dry skin, insect bites, or even certain medications. It's fascinating how diverse eczema can be and how important it is to identify the specific type and triggers for effective management. Now, let's talk about the global impact of eczema. Did you know that eczema is a widespread condition affecting people from all around the world, regardless of geographic location or climate? Absolutely. Eczema knows no boundaries. It can affect people of all ages, ethnicities, and backgrounds. In some regions, the prevalence of eczema is higher due to the environmental factors and genetic predisposition. For instance, in developed countries, up to 20% of children are affected by eczema, while in some developing countries, the prevalence can be as high as 30%. That's a significant impact on a global scale. Now let's discuss the ongoing research and advancements in eczema treatment. Did you come across any exciting developments during your journey with eczema? Yes. One promising area of research is the exploration of biologic therapies. These therapies to control inflammation, providing relief to those with severe eczema who may not respond well to conventional. Additionally, researchers are investigating the role of the skin microbiome in eczema development, which may open up new possibilities for targeted treatments in the future. It's incredible to see how much science is continuously advancing to improve the lives of eczema patients. Now let's talk about prevention. While we can't completely prevent eczema, there are certain measures that can help reduce the risk and minimize flare-ups. Keeping the skin well moisturized, avoiding harsh soaps and detergents, and identifying and avoiding personal triggers can all make a significant difference in managing eczema. Absolutely. Prevention is key. I've also found that wearing breathable fabrics and using hypoallergenic bedding can help reduce skin irritation. Learning better hygiene management, such as cleaning pillows, blankets, sheets, etc., more often, and being in areas with less dust has been really helpful in reducing flare-ups. I also drank a lot of water. Those are some excellent tips. Now let's talk about some fun and innovative technologies used to treat eczema. Have you come across any exciting tech advancements during your journey? Yes. One exciting technology I hear about is the use of wearable devices that monitor environmental factors like temperature and humidity. These devices can help eczema patients identify potential triggers in their surroundings and make necessary adjustments to prevent flare-ups. Also, some skincare apps use AI algorithms to recommend personalized skincare routines based on an individual skin type and condition, which can also be helpful for eczema management. That's fascinating. Technology truly has the potential to revolutionize how we manage and treat eczema. Now, there's an interesting question. Can animals have eczema too? Yes, animals can also experience skin conditions similar to eczema. In dogs, it's known as atopic dermatitis, and it shares some similarities with human eczema. It 
It can cause itching, redness, and skin inflammation in our furry friends. And just like in humans, it's essential to consult a veterinarian to identify the cause and develop an appropriate treatment plan for pets with skin issues. That's good to know. It's important to take care of our pet's health as well. Now, before we conclude, do you have any final thoughts or advice for our listeners who might be dealing with eczema? Absolutely. To everyone out there dealing with eczema, know that you're not alone. Reach out for support, connect with others who share similar experiences, and don't be afraid to seek professional help. With the right care and management, it is possible to live a fulfilling life despite eczema's challenges. Wise words. Thank you so much, Monisha, for sharing your personal journey with eczema and enlightening us about how this condition with statistics, anecdotes, and fun facts. It's been a pleasure having you on this Curious Patient podcast. Thank you for having me. I hope this discussion helps others who are dealing with eczema. Remember, you're not alone and there's hope for the better days ahead. Thank you. Thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in to another episode of the Curious Patient Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our conversation about eczema with our amazing guest speaker. If you have any questions or suggestions for future topics, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at the Curious Patient. Until next time, stay curious and stay healthy.